Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about gaming, I guess. I mean, we've been doing this for so long. Do I really need to say what we talk about? I mean, it's got to be close to a <laughs> decade since we first started doing this. I, I don't think we're going to suddenly t- switch to, like, PlayStation Unchained, your home for sandwich talk. Um, but to discuss the best sandwiches, there is Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary's here. Sandwiches are amazing. They are. What, what is your favorite sandwich? I don't know, dude. I like all sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, oh, there's only one that you like. This is this is like easy and nice. Just let me. Probably pastrami sandwiches, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, anyway, how you been? I've been all right, dude. How about you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Uh, I I tried a bit of Genshin Impact on the PS5. It loads really fast. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you haven't been on since. I was on Tuesday. <laughs> How am I supposed to help you if you don't want to play with me, dude? I've had a busy <laughs> week, okay. You know? Uh playing Final Fantasy like always? Yes. <laughs> Fine. I'll give it to you. Have your Final Fantasy. Look, I'll stick I'm... to waifu. Look, I, I okay, how about this? I did some summons on the game, because yeah, you're starting summons. Mm-hmm. I put I, all I picked was all I got was Spandos again. I got um I got Razor and okay. Bennett. So the game is telling you something that you should respect. Yeah, that Razor and Bennett are amazing, but I was hoping that <laughs> a new start would mean I'd get waifus. But obviously my. <laughs> No matter what account I make, I, I will always get the husbandos. You're welcome, I mean, buddy. apart from, what you call it, um, Noel. But, you know, that's guaranteed on the first beginner Moe, so it's not exactly that counts, really. You yeah. Know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been fun. Um, we've also got uh, Alfonso with us today. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, mate? I'm all right. Could be better if Returnal will work properly, which it isn't. But yeah, yeah, the game is broken. It's, it's totally broken. And knowing that it doesn't have a save option makes it even worse. So yeah. How is it broken? I've not heard about it. It keeps is it keep crashing. Like I will. It's basically a run game. You have to try to finish it within a run it's like six different stages in the game and as you progress you get better stuff but if you die you gotta start from the beginning and i got like three hours in three times and during the after the three hour mark it crashed so i lost all my progress so yeah kind of reminds me of Do hades a... or um it is exactly like hades biden it exactly Isaac, like hades. i think it's called mm-hmm um I'm sure there's a load more like that, but those are the ones that pop up the top of my head. Especially Hades. Hades is an amazing game. Go check out Hades. Do I recommend this game? Yes. Do I recommend you buy it now? No. You should wait till they patch it. Yeah. Well, they're talking about adding autosave in the future, maybe. It wasn't planned originally, but who knows if they actually do it. I doubt it. Not if it's a key concept of the actual gameplay. Mm Mm-hmm. And what's that? Sorry, Gary. 
Ah. Um, and for the second time in a row, we didn't scare him off last time, which is shocking because we normally scare a lot of people off. We've got Ernest. Hey, Ernest. Yes. Hello. How are you? I'm here. <laughs> Tired. You, the body is Four ready, but the, the sleep is real. 4 a.m. in Japan. Uh, well, thank you so, for, for joining um, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How how was we'll your week? Oh, uh, it was fine. Um, caught up on watching some some movies and and stuff. So that's good. It was good. Uh, what movies game? did you watch? Yeah, what movies? Uh, I'm trying to think. I watched the documentary The Last Blockbuster. Oh, snap. Yeah. How was it? It was good. Um, Fun fact, video rental stores are very much a thing here in Japan. Like, like they're they're everywhere. Like, yeah, they're pretty much everywhere. Like, even the small towns will have at least one, I think. So, yeah, it's nothing ever seems to die here. (laughs) I'd be shocked about that, actually, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's something because Japan has that image of being, you know, all high tech, but at the same time, there's just like I said, like nothing seems to die. They just keep adding stuff on, but then a lot of the <laughs> existing stuff still sticks around. So yeah, you still have movie rental places. Um, they rent out movies, uh, m- manga also, and then and CDs. I think a number of them do also. Um, yeah. I so, saw yeah. Akidira staying like in a manga hotel, I think it was. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, they have those. Um and then my most the most recent movie I watched is on Netflix. It's uh The Mitchells versus The Machines. Uh which is a Sony Pictures animation uh production that is exclusive to Netflix, just debuted on Friday. It's great. Um, uh, a lot of the same team, uh, a lot of the same crew that worked on uh, Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Really, really funny. Really heartwarming. Really great. So, uh, There was a leaked movie this week, actually, on PlayStation. I can't remember the na- exact name. It was... Yeah. <laughs> Demon Slayer movie. Demon Slayer, uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. The the movie Mugen Train did leak. Yeah, um, the whole movie yeah. was available on PlayStation for about a night in America for ten dollars, like two yeah. months before it's supposed to come out or something like that. Yeah, it was an error, so I I did purchase it because because I was up and it was um yeah it was it was up uh for several hours. And it was that the day that it happened, that was only supposed to be for the pre-orders for pre-ordering the digital copy. And then somebody at, at PSN (laughs) messed up and uh, (laughs) made it fully available. So yeah, you you can watch the whole thing. People got it. So Uh, I think it's been refunded now. uh... Mm, Yeah, I got, I got a refund. Yeah. But of course, there were ways. For, I know a couple of people that have it via means now because of this. Via oh, means. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so you had to give it back? It took it away from you? 
Yeah. That's some shit, man. I mean, yeah. it, you weren't supposed to have it in the first place. At least right. they gave you the money back. <laughs> yeah, I got my money back, so I'm, yeah. not, I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah. Still. Now you've watched the movie and you've got your money back. This is the best of both worlds. Because I, I don't know about any of you, but I'm not really the type of person to rewatch a movie again for a very long uh, time. I didn't watch it, so like, yeah. I, I think the, the my refund was fair. But did other, I, it seems like quite other people got a refund, even if they did if they did watch it. I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. If they you know revoked your access or whatever. But for me, even if I had watched it, it'd be a long time before I watched it again. So. Yeah. 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 Anyway, as much as I want to continue talking about that, I guess we can save that for the anime podcast, which. We'll go out before this, but we record it after this because that's we're just weird and schedule things like that. No. I don't ask questions; it just happens. So, hello, the past, but also in the future at the same time, which is still our future because it's tomorrow. But it's the past from this because this will be later on in the week. Look, timing is confusing, and we're confusing. You're so the only one confusing people right now, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's confused not very confusing because we all expected this if you've got a brain cell konami has dropped out of e3 2021 oh no <laughs> <laughs> i mean i what's what's e3 without more p with some pro evolution soccer 2022 footage. Uh, I mean, Konami has to has been, <laughs> used to be some of my favorite E3s. I'm sorry, but re remember that time when they all came on high? Or that video that was supposed to be a live stream but was actually just a video playback? 1,000 like... troops or whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I am sad about this because I don't care if, if they don't even bring any single game, but the the free presentation was just them laughing for half an hour. I would have probably enjoyed that just as much as I would enjoy a lot of the other E three presentations because nowadays E three gets leaked way before E three actually happens, so we know most of the big reveals. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Anyway, Konami, Ernest, are you are you sad that no Konamis? No, I'm I'm not particularly sad because I honestly it probably was just, you know the, the most likely lineup was going to be like I don't know PES 2022 maybe some mobile games maybe a Yu-Gi-Oh game you know I mean there's all those rumors of like a Metal Gear Solid remake I guess that would have been exciting but I mean, there hasn't been any kind of strong supports, right? And if that was real, I don't think it'd be at Konami's. I know that sounds weird, but I think it'd be at Sony's. Conference. It'd be more, yeah. I think it'd be at a bigger conference like Sony's, right? So, well, yeah, it's it doesn't feel like a big loss to me. Gary, so. Yeah, um, hmm. 
I guess I should say that I'm not surprised. Um, last few times Konami's been at E3, has like Ernest said, has just been for Pro Evolution Soccer. Um, well, they had that terrible Contra game that they showed off at one point. Um, yeah, there's just really nothing um, there, except obviously for all the rumored games. Uh, obviously, Silent Hill, Metal Gear Solid. Um, I was hoping, but, you know, I'm not surprised. Uh, they seem to be doing a lot more deals with other games, like Dead by Daylight, and I think there's another one that does a Silent Hill collaboration as well. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of all they've been doing, is just doing collaborations. I know they just announced the Switch game. Uh, that looks actually pretty cool. Um, during the Nintendo event that they had, the digital one. But um, In the Indie Game Showcase. Yeah, know. and that one, that one looks pretty cool. <laughs> um, Wait, was it Indie Game Showcase? I think it was, yeah. Wow. How the mighty <laughs> have fallen. Oh, dude, I mean, don't say that. Nintendo will always be mighty. I don't care what anybody says. No, I was talking about Konami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody owns Konami, so they're independent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but well, you know they keep they keep saying that they're you know fishing out Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid. I was hoping at some point that we'd get the HD Metal Gear Solid HD collection on PS4, but that didn't happen, and I don't know if it still will. Hopefully, but the HDR. I mean, this is the year of the anniversary of Metal Gear Two, right? I think. I don't know. I want to say yes. Uh, I shall research it. <laughs> uh, twenty, yeah, two thousand one. So two, yeah. twenty years ago. I so, did think it was two thousand one because, I, I, if I recall, there was something that had to be changed because of nine eleven. Well, it didn't have the towers in the background in one of the scenes. Okay, yeah, that's probably it. It was like near the end. I think it was near the end of the game that they, that they were in, like with the Raven, not with, with the Raven, with Bryden and um, mm-hmm. Solidus, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So, anyway, it's like I was trying to talk to someone recently about Metal Gear. He's like, uh, yeah, because Hido- yeah, we talked about the Hideo Kojima game coming to possibly, yeah, it's coming to Xbox exclusivity, supposedly. And I'm like, you do know that this isn't the first time he's worked on, you know, the Xbox. And he's like, well, you know, the lo- the only time they've done it was the HD collection. I'm like, no, Metal Gear 2 and 3 all went to Xbox, like, not long after release. Because yeah. both substance and sustenance? Wait, wait, 3, three did dense, from three. what I remember. So- Two did. I know, yeah, two substance did, but subsistence, I was pretty sure it's only PS2. No, I think it was on. I'm going to have to check. I know that two two was. Oh, yeah. Two, was. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah two for was, sure. Was. Yeah, two substance was. And then three was PS, PlayStation only. No, Xbox 360. November 2011. Oh, for the HD collection. I, HD yeah. collection, yeah. Yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not for original Xbox, no. though. That's why I they had the meant. DS version as well. No, okay. I knew that Metal Gear 2 came to Xbox, but I didn't know Free skipped it. Interesting. But, nah. Substance, it was called. Yeah. Yeah, MGS2 Substance, MGS3 Subsistence. <laughs> oh, that's Subsistence. Uh, why name them almost exactly the same name? I know they're probably different meanings, but come on. Because it's fun. Oh my god. It's a problem, dude. Anyway. Anything else you want to say, Gary? Nope, not really. Uh, you guys kind of hit everything out already. Um, Alfonso? It's not much to say. They're not being there. It doesn't bother me. I'm not getting Silent Hill, so yeah, I, I could care less. Is it because that's all I wanted? Too hard for you? No, I like Silent <laughs> Hill. Okay, it's my second favorite horror game after Resident Evil, and since it's not going to be there, I could care less. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to bring this up because of basically um, the House Marquee team has talked about the fact that they lack a mid like a um, what is it uh lack of saving um busy people in the game yeah yeah the game doesn't have a proper saving system supposedly or something like that um Mm -hmm. busy people need to save players should be able to choose between save files and the save files should be off my delete as soon as you die so that roadlock character or the game will get destroyed um do you think they're going to add this save feature um well the alphonse so because i know he's been playing it I I'm not sure because the game does have a certain save option. It has certain checkpoints where you reach certain areas in on the planet. The thing is the game doesn't tell you when you reach it. So you just have to base the, you know, depending on your um your run, whatever you have is what you have. And whatever you keep is basically the collectibles and like the certain biosphere that you can enter to get fast travel to fast travel to certain locations. That's all you keep. But in terms of weapons, um, enhancements, all that is gone if you die. So I, I'm pretty sure this is their method. That's the way they want to go. They want to. They want people to experience the game that way. So I mean, if it comes, if they do add it, that'd be great because. Yes, this game doesn't have any difficult options, difficult dif- difficulties in terms of easy, normal, hard, whatever. But the game is not easy. I'm telling you that the game is not easy. These boss, these boss battles are hard. It takes a lot of patience and timing with their attacks and how to um, deplete their life. So it'll be easier. But then again. Once you defeat the boss and if you die, you don't have to fight them again, unlike Hades. So I don't know. It it, it it's up to them. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's cool. The fact that you don't have to fight the bosses again. I like Hades, but I hate the fact that I have to do that every time. Um, yeah. Has anyone got any other opinions about Returnal? Um. Yeah, I hope they don't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, like, seriously, if people are going to complain that the game is difficult, 
which they should have already known it was going to be. That's the kind of games House Marquee makes. Um, difficult, well, before difficult, over the shoulder, not over the shoulder, isometric type shooters, but they were difficult. Um, mm-hmm. But they saw videos of it. They knew it was going to be a difficult game. Um, and it's a roguelike, or mm-hmm. roguelite, if you want to call it. And if you've ever played one of those, those games are very punishing and not very user-friendly. Um, and they don't have random ass safe systems. I, I feel like people want like safe systems where, oh, right before you enter a boss fight, it's safe. So if you die, you can restart the boss fight all over again. That beats the whole purpose of dying and coming back to life. That's what roguelites yeah. and roguelikes are. Um, I don't see people going out and saying, oh, I want a safe system right before I fight a boss in Dark Souls because I don't want to fucking lose all my shit. I just want to <laughs> reload the save and start again. You know? It's the same situation. You don't see people complaining about that. Well, you, you see people complaining about that, but not actual fans of that genre. They know what to expect. I've got an, um, one second, though. One, I've got a thought. Uh, I, I know, Alfonso, this might sound weird, but... Uh-huh. Because I know some games don't have this, but does the game have a pause menu? No. Okay. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there's an option. There, the only thing it has is like the touchpad allows you to see your map or where you're going, and uh-huh. then the options, the option button allows you to change your the way you play in terms of shooting, and then it gives you an option to return back to the beginning. That is it. There's no pause menu. Okay, so when you access any of those menus, it doesn't pause the game. The game continues on... Oh, no, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it starts where you're at, but that's it, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay, Okay. because I'm like, okay, so a lot of these people are like, okay, I want to come back later. Um, The sleep mode does exist for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it does, but people have been saying they're having problems with sleep mode and it kind of bricked their game. That's weird. That's, that's, that's the main issue yeah. Returnal is having now. If it's not the game itself, it's the PS5 rest mode that's bricking their game. Yeah. That's why I didn't even bother doing rest mode. So, yeah. I mean, I beat my PS5 in rest mode all the time. So. But, yeah, but it's uh, something about Returnal that's. Yeah, because they had the issue with Spider-Man as well, didn't they? When that first came out. But I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. my response to this. Yeah, it's not saving the game, but Sleep Mode will pause the game where you left it off, and then you can continue where you left it off. So, um, thank you. I just wanted to clarify, because some games are just like, you can't pause the action. So I wanted to make sure that this game could, you know, I know that's mostly online games, but if it's a roguelike as it is, they might have wanted to like use that so it didn't get abused by doing exactly what I just said. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, see, and that makes sense. Um, but yeah, to me, I think they should not change it. I think they should leave it how it is. Like fixing the problems where if you're in, you know, rest mode and it crashes the game, but obviously those things they have to fix. Um, because those are essentially game-breaking bugs. But having like a uh, a save system right before a certain moment, like manually saving whenever you want, just so you don't die and have to restart, that beats the whole purpose of of the genre that they try to make the game for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
So mm-hmm. that shouldn't happen. The whole point is to die, restart, and the whole world changes. And you progress slowly by getting whatever the loot drops are, better gear, stuff like that, and obviously getting more skillful at the game, learning patterns of enemies' attacks and stuff like that. So demanding a safe system like that is just a cheat code, in my opinion, um, for that mm-hmm. type of game. Agreed. I also agree. Um, sorry about that. Uh, any any other thoughts about this before we move on? No, no, no. Uh, now this might piss off a few people. Um, uh, CD Projekt Red management reported to receive four to six million dollars in bonuses, uh, despite the issues that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven had. Um, I think the biggest issue about this, yeah, they're going to get bonuses. It's understandable, you know. But the fact that some of the staff are only getting like 5,000, which 5,000 sounds like a lot, by the way. I know I'm throwing away the num- throwing numbers like, fi- everyone, yeah, I'm sure a lot of us would like $5,000 in bonuses. But considering the fact that how many years and how many hours that they've had to put into the game. I bet that that felt like a slap in the face, um, especially when you hear how much some of the other people are getting paid. Um, but yeah, employees' bonuses fell in the five thousand to twenty thousand. Um, the average was around thirty-four thousand. So, thirty-four thousand dollars in bonuses for over a, a, how long? I don't know how long Cyberpunk was in development for. Seems like sounds like a lot because there's a lot of money, but at the same time. When you add up how long they've been working on it, isn't that much money? Um, when you compare it to some of the other people that are getting paid, like the bosses, um, Ernest. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's rough. Um, and also, you know, on on top of just that, the core development time, there was the additional time, right, post-launch. Where they had to put in even, even more and more time to try to fix things and patch them. Um, so I'm sure there was, you know, dozens upon dozens of hours, you know, additional hours for that. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's expected, I guess for management to get bonuses and you know the game despite its problems still sold pretty well <laughs> i mean at um, launch and then it dropped because it right right i think yeah. right at launch so it was still it was still a profitable project yeah. right so yeah we probably really disappointed in the sales because witcher Sold well at mm. launch and then was like a, a long burner. But because of right. how this has gone, chances are that it was like a short fuse instead of a like a several mm-hmm. month and sales that they wanted. It's still not yeah. in the, the shape that I think a lot of people want it to be. It, you know, we'll see. Uh, we still haven't gotten the Xbox Series X and PS5 
version released yet, so maybe it, it'll find Second Life that way. I doubt it. If it <laughs> if <laughs> things are actually you know <laughs> solid and and fixed, but uh. yeah, it has a lot of. It's got a not not a good reputation these days. I mean, I'll be honest. If you want to see a really good looking sci fi futuristic cyberpunk town go watch the ratchet and clank trainer <laughs> and that's an open world but that that blew me away um we'll talk about that later yeah. probably mm. um uh alfonso um it's expected like you said they um developed this game for i don't know how many years so six eight years so it was expected for them to come as consumers. I know they pissed because how do you get all this, this money and your game is broken? I feel for the consumer because, you know, what they're going through with the game. Personally, it does not, it is not affecting me because I haven't experienced the game. I haven't bought it when it was on the store. And I haven't bought it for PC. So I'm not too affected by this, them earning these bonuses. But... I get it. You know, you put all this time into developing and testing this and that. You're expected to get some type of commission of the work on the work you did. I'm just surprised that the bosses is getting way more than the actual team. You know, that's a little weird and unfair in my opinion. But yeah, the two main yeah. bosses are getting. Twenty-four million of their of the yeah, the currency in the in the in Poland, which equals to six point three million. So, a board member and director got four point two million. Wow. Yeah, didn't even work on the game. They just they just said yes or no to things, and they got four point two million dollars. Um. Good job, I guess. You know, I'd rather that 4.2 million be spread across all the people that worked incredibly hard to program the game and spent, like, hours of their lives stuck in the, in the building, not being able to see family and stuff. But, you know, you said the yes. Good, good, good job. Good I think job another being. thing that we use a bit of a bad taste is the ones that are getting paid the most are the ones who most likely forced the game to be released before it was in a good enough state. Well, yeah, wasn't there that report that the developers thought that they had another year? They're, uh, yep. Yeah. They're like, oh! Yeah, they, all, they all expected the game to be delayed. Yeah. Like, it was delayed, right? <laughs> and people were pissed off. Yeah. The mm -hmm. developers were happy. And then when they got to that holiday release time, they all fully expected that they will be delayed again. Yeah. So they weren't like fully gung ho working on the game crunch wise to get it going because they all were under the assumption that the game was going to be delayed and then it wasn't. And then they're like, well, shit, now we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and ultimately that, that call is all, you know, it's all like upper management. It's senior. You know the person that got four point two million dollars for that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and 
in my opinion, that's bullshit. Those people should have been forced out by now, in my opinion, of how they handled the whole situation, not still have their job and still get more bonus, pretty much making terrible decisions right, that the developers should have had. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like CD Projekt Red, for me, went from being one of the top companies to being exactly what we see EA and Activision for the longest time. Like, I don't even see EA and Activision at that point anymore. Because I understand what they are. They're, they're in there just for the business. They're not there to entertain people, in my opinion. Activision, at least. They know what sells. They're going to keep doing what sells until it stops selling. That's a fact. Um, whereas CD Projekt Red, it's the hypocrisy of them saying everything they do is for the gamers and the players, and yet the developers might be thinking that, but upper management is not even close to, th- to th- thinking that, in my opinion, anymore. It's like I've been calling this since Witcher 3. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're yeah, hating it, on them it's... because it's new. I'm like, no, if you've, if you've ever listened to any of our old podcasts, I've had a, a strange dislike <laughs> for the, the CD Projekt Red for a long time. I mean, Witcher 3 has been a great game, but I still didn't like their DLC practices. You know, all our amazing free content that Nearly every other company would have added in patches. Oh. <laughs> well, it's just an advertising thing. They advertise it yeah. the correct the correct way. Yeah, that worked for them. Um, it gave them so much love for no reason at all. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah, yeah. To me, Ben, uh, I I totally get what you're saying. Like, you clearly saw the writing on the board, and I probably should have seen it too. I should have seen where it was going because. And that's where old companies go, man. I'm sorry to say. Um, but eventually they get successful enough and they become what they continue to hate against every time they develop games. Um, so yeah, to me, it's just, it's really sad. And the fact that people are still supporting that practice, especially um, for CD Projekt Red right now is just, ridiculous uh, like i said i think they should have been out of the company they should have been forced out by now um because they didn't handle it well at all and i still don't believe the the next gen versions the ps5 and series x versions are going to come out this year no mm. we're going to see the witcher because it's not even being done by cd project red is it? it's being done by a completely no. different company yeah it's a different company porting it but if it is coming out this year, if they do force it out this year, it's going to be exactly that. They're going to force it out just like they forced the game out originally. I mean, it's just going to be the PC port. It's just going to have a high, the higher... It's literally just going to be the PC assets. That's it. That, that's not saying much because the PC version wasn't exactly amazing either. Yeah, the PC version. <laughs> seen some very... Uh... <laughs> Very interesting glitches from the oh, yeah. PC But version. I'm talking about the graphical assets more than the other. Oh, right, right. Yeah. 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 It's just really sad because here are developers who worked on a game for probably six years straight, thinking that after they release, they're probably going to have some time off, take a break, have a little vacation, spend time yeah. with their families. But no, they're probably working even harder than they did in the six years that they've been working, trying to fix this shit. I'm going to say this again. This is why I love Square Enix and Final Fantasy XIV. 
because for their last expansion, it took it, they knew that it was taking the toll on the development team. So they made an apology post as well. By the way, I feel I feel I still feel bad about this, but they made an apology post saying that the first patch will be a couple of weeks late because they knew how hard the team had worked for, so that they paid for the whole team to go on a cruise ship with their family and friends to relax after the game came out. Once they knew that the service was stable enough. So <laughs> they all got a paid vacation. Which is great. They deserve it after everything they went through. So. Uh, but no. Any, anyone else want, got anything else they want to say about CD Projekt Red? Because we'll move on uh, if not. No, you good. Okay. Um, the Stalker franchise is a very big PC franchise and it seems that Stalker 2 could come to PS5 in three months after Xbox. Um, I'm not sure if this will actually happen because three months is a bit too fast. Though it could be that they're working on the PS5 version and Xbox at the same time. Um, but there's no plans right now, so... Um, Alfonso, would you give Stalker 2 a chance? Do you think it'd be three months or six months after release? Or do you think it's ever going to come out? To be honest, man, I don't even know what game this is, so I have no comment on this story. <laughs> uh, Stalker, oh, it's like a post-apocalyptic future, isn't it, if I'm rightly? No, it takes place in Chernobyl. Post-apocalyptic so future, Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it again because I can barely say that. Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> Apocalyptic. Yeah, the, a lot of the people who made the first Stalker went on and formed um, the studio that made uh, Metro 2033. Oh, That's why they feel so, they're so yeah. like, from, like, similar and like, kind of stunning. Yeah, almost everybody left to, to form that studio and work on Metro. And the studio that they originally formed for Stalker um obviously they hired new people that's why it took so long for stalker 2 to finally make an appearance i think it's been like almost 12 13 years since the original one came out yeah it's it's been forever yeah <laughs> wow mm -hmm. oh no wonder it's not going to come out the publisher's best idea <laughs> best, bethesda it's not come out bethesda yeah i said it right <laughs> Yeah, chili. I think it seems like the game probably will still need a lot of work because we haven't really seen enough of it, you know. Yeah, no the 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 first stalker was pretty much the first Daisy, is what it was, mm -hmm. um, just with a story. Whereas Daisy is like, go and do whatever you want. Stalker was doing all that before Daisy even happened. Um. So, yeah. Wasn't Stalker single player? Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. yeah, it had a story. It had that insane inventory management. You had to like eat and drink water or else you'll die. You had to find housing for different weather changes, stuff like that. It was, it was pretty hardcore for its time, but people fell in love with it because of that kind of stuff. So. And Dustin, I personally... Uh, rogue things <laughs> i personally don't think it's gonna come to ps5 um 
it's a small development studio. If they're working on the Xbox One, like three months, like there's no way. If they're saying that there's no plans for the PS5 version right now, and now they're saying it's going to come out three months afterwards, that's either the worst exclusivity deal Microsoft has ever made, uh, a three month period for a full game. Or well, confirm that the window is only three months. By the way, whether the game will come out in three months is the is the question. But they do only have exclusivity for three months. That's a terrible deal, then. Whoever arranged that deal is a moron. <laughs> um, I I don't think it's going to come out on the PS5. I'll be surprised if it even functions properly on the Xbox. In all honesty. Yeah, it was a graphically so... intense game on the PC when it first came out. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. a beefy rig to play it. Beefy. Mm. Um, Ernest, you got anything you want to add? No, I just kind of agree with what uh, what Gary said that you know the uh, probably not probably not coming to PS Five, um, and I'd be surprised if it if it came out this year at all, you know, on Xbox, just because we've seen so little and heard so little about it. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely a PC game. Like that player Mm. base is all PC. I even, I doubt it's going to be very successful on consoles at all. Um, I mean, it'll do decently, but that's only because I I think it's just too hardcore for console players to really get into it. There's just too much that goes into that game. As I said, it'll Mm. only do decently because game pass. People will yeah. download it because it's new and free on the on the Game Pass, and it'll look like, oh look, look at all these people that have played Stalker Two. There's been like ten million downloads, and then you'll look at the achievements, and probably two hundred <laughs> will have actually got what the first achievement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then one whole person has beaten the game. Ha. Huh. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, this is a game I kind of... Cause I know we talked about doing games and doing the podcast at one point. This is a game that I kind of want to do as a podcast episode in a way. Because I feel like it could be a fun little thing for us to do. Among Us is coming to PS4 and PS5. Um, with a Ratchet & Clank skin. Um, uh, has anyone here played Among Us? Anyone? I played a little bit. Not, not much. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary, would you play Among Us on the podcast sometime in the future when it comes out? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know for sure, though. If I have friends to play with, maybe. Um, I already like to dig around with my friends online anyway, so actually doing it here where one of us is a bad guy and the other ones are trying to figure it out, um, it should be fun. I'm very easy to figure out in Among Us. <laughs> I, I, I can't i can't play that i've played it a few times with friends and uh-huh. my issue is i start laughing when i murder people <laughs> very <laughs> surefire tell they're like chili what's wrong i'm like why is chili muted chili hmm. answer this question i'm like okay i'm <laughs> um, not me <laughs> 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 but yeah i i can see why people are in love with that game um i don't know i'm pretty sure it'll be successful on the ps4 and ps5 but 
there's just so much of that type of experience already on consoles that people are just going crazy for. I just don't know how successful it'll be compared to where it's at on PC and even mobile for that matter. Um, but I'm happy that it's coming out for it. I'm surprised it took this long, in all honesty. Yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of a bit of my concern is that it'll come out kind of too late when, you know, already mm-hmm. kind of the hype has died down mm-hmm. for yeah. the game. You know, I see a lot less uh, people streaming it than, you know, last last calendar year. So, yeah, and- you know. I think content is another big thing for it, where, like, it's been around for how long now, and they're barely just getting a second map? Like, I I know it's a small studio and all, but uh-huh. that's not gonna keep people going for very long. <laughs> if they have to see the same thing over and over and over again for so long. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's Yeah, it came out uh, June 2018. Yeah, well, there's almost three Three four years now, and <laughs> yeah. we only have right. one map. <laughs> well, the, the well the main reason was because they were working on Among Us two, weren't they? And then some people started streaming it, and then it became popular, so they cancelled Among Us two and started working on the original again. Right, it was only just last year yeah. that it really took off, and that you know anybody yeah. really knew about it. Uh. Imagine like the people that have been playing it for years. They're like, look at those new scrubs that have joined our game that we've been playing since 2018. How dare they be <laughs> I, composers? I, I was playing Among Us before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hipster, hipsters over here. <laughs> Hipster Among Us. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, now... Gary, do you want to talk, leave me to talk, let you talk about the Ratchet and Clank stuff? Uh, sure, if you want me to talk about Ratchet and Clank stuff. Yeah, because oh, okay. the trailer was really good, so I'll let you... Yeah, so we had a new state of play on Thursday, but before that we also got a new trailer for Ratchet and Clank coming to PS5 in June, um, which finally revealed the name of the female Wombax, Rivet, um, mm-hmm. voiced by Laura Bailey, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or Jennifer Hale, sorry, Jennifer Hale. Yeah, my Jen bad. Hale. Yeah, Jennifer Hale. <laughs> um, and people were super excited. Finally, we we know who the female Wombax is. We know kind of what's going on in her story and who she is. And we find out in this trailer that um, Clank and Ratchet essentially open up a rift to a alternate reality or a different Earth, I guess you can say, if you want to talk comic book style. Um, of their world, where Rivet is their Wombax. Um, Nefarious is a better criminal than he is in Ratchet's world, and he's kind of dominated the galaxy and the planets. They all worship him. And she's part of a resistance group trying to fight him. We saw uh, Mr. Zircon, the cool little flying robot that you get in Ratchet and Clank games, is now a female Mrs. Zircon, who sells you weapons. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I, I love this trailer, and I loved what they showed on State of Play. Um, I like how they're taking their old characters uh, and essentially reinventing them with different personalities. 
um because they're in a different dimension different planet whatever uh so yeah i'm excited for this it's absolutely stunning looking like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. stunning to look at um and obviously we saw even more uses of the ssd here when traveling between worlds and using uh one of ratchet's new abilities to essentially go through a portal that teleports him to a different location of the same map and to do it so instantly which was pretty great um but some new moves for ratchet he can now dodge <laughs> finally <laughs> yes like i don't, don't understand why this is not wasn't a feature for a long time ago <laughs> I don't know why he creates like six versions of himself when he dodges uh, that trail it. behind him. What I was that? love it. It looked like he's phasing like the Flash. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's pretty cool. But yeah, finally dodging. Um, you know, I didn't think Ratchet and Clank as a franchise is very difficult to begin with. Um, so I never had a problem not being able to dodge. Um, but now you can. So that's cool. So, uh, yeah. Your guys' thoughts. Ratchet and Clank. Got a little deep dive. It was like a 15 minute deep dive, deep dive of the game. I, I already pre ordered this when they, you know, announced oh, it could be pre ordered. But seeing this, like how vibrant those colors look in those worlds is just absolutely stunning. And I'm, like you said, SSD. Because right now, yes, PS5 games, it loads faster. But that's all the SSD can do now. But seeing it in actual gameplay to jump from one rift to another seamlessly, this is what next-gen gaming should be. And I, it's because of that I want this game so, so badly. Like, just this seeing Ratchet and the moves... Mostly Rivet, because they didn't really focus on Ratchet. He's mostly exploring. But seeing Rivet's gameplay... First off, I, 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 I'm lost on this. I did not know she had a robotic arm. Like, until, <laughs> until she came to the store and they showed that... that whatever that ball um, thing that she bought that allows them to, to, to turn the, the enemies into plant. I think that was her or that was Ratchet. Whatever the one it was. I yeah, think I don't it was remember. her. I think it was her, but yeah. It's, it's, it just looks so beautiful. The details on Clank, how shiny his metal looks, is, is, is I don't know. I, I have nothing else to say. It's yeah, absolutely good. It's way yeah, tracing, and it looks yeah. incredible. Like people like took screenshots, right? Mm-hmm. And they zoomed in on certain aspects of the like what would be ray tracing and like they zoomed in on ratchet's eyes and you can see the world reflected in his eyes and mm-hmm. it was insane mm-hmm. <laughs> to see yep. that kind of detail like it's something you'll never notice in the game mm-hmm. you know you only notice it when you do the screenshots and obviously the photo mode that they're bringing into ratchet and going this new one you'll be able to yeah. see some really cool stuff on there too yeah. Oh, sorry, continue. No, go on. It's, it's just absolutely stunning. Like, the colors, is the colors in the SSD for me. That's why I'm so, I mean, yes, Ratchet is back. He, he you know, is back. I always loved the Ratchet, the Ratchet's franchise. And this was a great game to bring back to utilize the PS5 feature because Ratchet has that type of world. I, I mean, 
who knows if, if anybody's going to do something with Jack and Daxter. I would love to do something with somebody do something with Jack and Daxter, but we got Ratchet for now, and I'm, I'm satisfied for now, so I, I can't wait for day one. What about you, Ernest? Yeah. The game is... It's so pretty. <laughs> you know? Like, like you just yeah. said, it's, it's, it is... It is... We've hit really that point that it's... We're seeing these kind of... These stylized... These cartoon stylized games look, you know, just kind of on par with, with what you see with uh, Hollywood animated features. It's so... It's mind blowing, and you know the, the SSD, just you know, that's the seamless, like like you guys said, that seamless transition. Um, it's really, really a showcase title, I think, for what the the PS5 is able to do. Um, yeah, I'm 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 pretty excited as well. I think it'll be, I think it'll be really good, and you know, could be. They knock it out of the park. Yeah, definitely. I think could be a, a game of the year contender. Mm-hmm. I joked about it earlier, but I the night sea the whole gra- the night sea was what I think anyone who saw like old pictures and video footage of cyberpunk was expecting what cyberpunk to look like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about like the colors and the graphics of that, you know, but the fact that it had so many people walking around, it looked alive. The whole, mm. the whole town looked alive. It, it didn't look like there was like five progressions somewhere. It looked like a living, breathing, futuristic sea um, with personality as well. Like every, every, not every, thing of course was individual but there was so many different individual looking aliens and robots and it looked alive um uh and yeah i the the clank's graphics were insane with the uh the uh, ray tracing and i bring up the accessibility features as well which they showcased a little bit of which are really good for people who have uh, you know any health problems in real life that might need it um Film grain, motion blur, chromatic aberration, and all that like, can be turned off. And there's all different settings to sh- change the color shadings. And so good when game developers put in a lot of effort into accessibility options for people with health problems. So I've got to give them a lot more thumbs up for that. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't pre-ordered yet because I'm still deciding if I want to get the normal or the deluxe. Um, because I don't know if it's true, but from what I've read, the normal has the pre-order bonus, but deluxe doesn't. Or does the deluxe have the pre-order bonus as well? I should. Do I think it the does. Store, but... I know they said that all the pre-order and all the deluxe stuff you'll be able to buy individually. Yeah. When the game comes out, so. Yeah, it's just early access, isn't it? Like a lot of those Ratchet yeah. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's only like a little bit more, and I want to support them for making such a good game. So, yeah. Plus, I'm a whore. So, yeah. I wish there was a like a physical collector's edition. I want a Ratchet statue. I don't have yes. a Ratchet statue. I love that franchise. I need a statue. 
I want to, I, I want it to come with like a, no, no, screw it. The ratchet statue is good. You know, I want more. You know, I want more than uh, a ratchet statue. Uh, Captain Quirk statue? I mean, yeah, I would love that more because Captain Quirk. Ah, <laughs> oh, can't wait to, uh, I'm really hoping that New Dimension Quark is like actually a hero. Like... <laughs> Wait, Captain Quark is a hero. He saved the universe. All really, time. Gary? Really? We gonna go yeah. there? <laughs> I mean, no, but you know what I mean. He he kind of did, but I'd like him to be like how Quark he's, imagines. Wait, he's Hercule, dude. Leave him alone. Hercule is better than Quark. Hercule is hundred times better than Quark. But I want Quark to be exactly who he imagines himself to be in the you know the normal dimension. Oh, odd dimension. <laughs> um, I'm surprised we haven't seen him yet, though. Uh, yeah, really I'm really hoping these are surprises are real, and that's why we haven't seen him. Key point of the plot. <laughs> I am glad. I am glad that Nefarious is the villain again. Uh, has he been the like villain. the villain for the last few games? No, no, they switched villains. Uh, all for one, they all had to team up to take on a new villain. Um, that was the co-op one they did. Yeah. Um, I think Crack and Time, uh, they had a different villain. I think Alombax was a villain that time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, they had different villains, but I like Nefarious. Yes, he he's hilarious. He's Doctor Robotnik, dude, or it's any other Doctor Robotnik, <laughs> or any <laughs> other genius who makes a whole bunch of shit that fails. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And for some I reason, the only... oh, Doctor Wiley, that's it. Yeah, there you go. Those are yeah. the only two that I can think of. <laughs> 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 and even Doctor Wiley took me a minute. <sighs> so, I yeah, I can't wait for Ratchet and Clank. But no, what I would like as a collector's edition is an actual Clank backpack. <laughs> a metal one <laughs> no, that I weighs like. Sixty pounds. <laughs> I mean, doesn't have to be metal, yeah. But I would like that. I know it'd be cheap and tacky, but I would like it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd buy it. I know you would, Ben. That's why you brought it up. <laughs> I did. Uh, anyway, I think we're gonna start wrapping up soon because we've got a lot of stuff to do in the next one. Uh, is there anything you want to bring up before we do? I know we got the secret uh, of Nautica and stuff, but... No, not really. Outside of uh, they officially confirmed uh, Star Wars uh, Fallen Order is getting a PS5 upgrade finally. Yeah. Um, they didn't and give any details of what it's going to do, but I think we can all expect, you know, the faster load times, the 60 frames a second, better okay. textures. All the DLC. Ray tracing. Ray tracing would be pretty nice in a Star Wars game. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you too can crawl through holes faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, with the SSD being so fast, I kind of just wanted to look ridiculously fast. Like, mm -hmm. have the animation look broken. Like, yeah. That's just me. <laughs> um, so... 
that's it for this week's episode of the PlayStation Unchained. Uh, Ernest, have you got any shout-outs? How can they contact you? Uh, no particular uh, shout-outs. You can follow me on on Twitter at E-R-N-I-I-C-H-A-N, or E-Chan. Uh, it, was, it was nice being on again. Thank you, you guys aren't so scary. <laughs> Yay! We're unprofessional, though, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, remember all this, by the way, all this stuff has come from PSU.com. Go check out PlaystationUniversity.PSU.com. Um, Gary, have you got any shout-outs and how can they contact you? Yeah, shout-out to you guys as always. Thanks for having me on. Shout-out to the listeners. Thanks for listening. And you can reach me at Gagolish on Twitter. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, Alfonso. Shout out to you guys, like always. Shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers. And I have good news that I've been holding in for a month. Ooh. It is now time to announce it. No, Gary and Ben are not moving. That's not the news. Okay. No, Gary is nothing to do with Vin Diesel and that horrible tra- trailer commercial that he did for Fast and the Furious 9. About are you Vin kidding me? He ran no. across a tanker during that entire trailer. I- don't in different locations. <laughs> no, that's not the news. No, no. First they're in the city, no. he's running on top of it. No. Then they're in the desert, no. he's running on top of it. It's no. amazing. No, no, no. But I mean, my news is... You're pregnant. No, go on, man. Go on. You're pregnant. No, 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 no. Not yet. No. My news is, and I had to be sure, but I finally beat skin cancer. Yes. Congratulations. Long time coming. That must be a relief. Long time coming, but it's finally gone. Yes, I still have to do my checkups because, you know, summer is coming and I got it through the sun. So as he, you know, he comes, I got to be sure. But as of right now, I am cancer free. It is gone. The mold is gone. I feel so happy. It's time to walk around with an umbrella every day. A Just to be on the safe side. Oh my god! I was very happy for you, man. Thank you guys for your support and your concern throughout this whole process. To my family, to Shannon, to everybody. Thank you. It is truly like a, like Ernest said, it's this exciting news, and it's a long time coming. So yeah. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Alexander Seven. After that amazing news. Uh, big shout, a big congratulations shout out to Alfonso. Seriously, it's good to hear. You know, yeah, we love having you around. You're an amazing person, so we knew you'd kick its ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shout out to Ernest for being awake at 5 a.m. in the morning. 4, 4 a.m., dude. 4 a.m. But it's 5 a.m. now. <laughs> it's 5 a.m. now. Well, we just dated ourselves. <laughs> Still. Thank you, as always, Ernest, for dropping by. Um, and Gary, thank you for being you. Aww. Thanks. Um, and thank you to everyone that listens. We'll be back next week with more PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, MGR underscore Chili. Go find me on Twitter. Um, oh, and I was a guest on Phoenix Down Radio this week, so go give them a listen. They, they asked me to be on, so I was there. So go check them out on Twitch or TV, so Phoenix Down Radio. Um, also, go follow me on uh, Twitch.tv and Moogle Radio. Bye, everyone. Bye.